The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that is Function Room Floor, a recent single by Anna's Anchor on Radio Nova. Fantastic song from the new album, The Marys. And we're very, very lucky because on the line, on the line uh, right now, we have Marty Ryan from Anna's Anchor. How's it going, Marty? I'm great, Kieran. How are you today? I'm good, and you're delighted about Limerick earlier on. Um, so uh, it'll be a joyful chat. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I was up at the match there yesterday, and so delighted now. And uh, the hunt for the tickets has begun. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be loads lying around. So um, the the Marys is the brand new album uh, from Anna's Anchor, and uh, you must be delighted to have it out. Yeah, I am, Kieran. Yeah, and, and you know yourself, you, you, there's such a long period between when it's done to when it actually comes out, and it feels like, I mean, we've been fortunate enough to have been a band for almost nine years now, and this is our fourth album, which seems a bit crazy to say, but it kind of feels like the period of time that waiting around between when everything's done and when it comes out is only getting longer and longer, so it feels really great to finally just have it out there and have people listening to it, and very interesting to see the songs that people kind of resonate more to or that they're you know is their favorite song off the record so yeah it's really great to finally just have it out there yeah it's always that's always a weird thing and you're like well, what about this one this is the masterpiece they're like no no this is the masterpiece and I'm like oh, i just threw that together in a week um so it's your fourth album anna's anchor your last album glorious ruction was released two years ago three years ago i think and that kind of got a lot of people's attention got my attention i hadn't heard of the band but from this fantastic sort of limerick scene, which I absolutely love, uh, all the bands down there—they all playing each other's bands. I know you play, uh, you know, bass in another band, and you play in another band, and you know, members of your band play in other bands. How does that kind of work for the kind of um, the 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 centre of creativity? I mean, that's yourself, right? And then you bring bring people. How does the band kind of work? Yeah, that that's essentially it. I mean, it first started in kind of late twenty fourteen, early twenty fifteen as a solo project, and the whole premise was I wanted to do a project that was just myself and I could go out and tour whenever and wherever I want, basically, because if it was just myself, it would be far cheaper, first of all, and it would be more accessible in terms of trying to go out and tour. And that was to do on the side of the other band that I was in at the time, which that kind of came to an end while I was just getting Anna's anchor up and running. And while it was initially a solo affair, I, um, I didn't want it to just sound like one person and acoustic guitar, so I recorded everything full band, basically, and gave it a band name for that reason rather than my own, just actual name. And ever since, it's been a case where it's kind of a, a revolving door of, of friends that are kind of involved in the project when, whenever it suits them and whenever it suits me. And mm. It's a kind of a thing where I view it as kind of a a circle of friends and I'm at the centre of it all but um, it's the type of thing where I can relinquish control whenever and wherever I want I, uh, which is something I really like and it's kind of a very flexible fluid way to approach a band and so far it's really worked for us anyway Well that's a really that's a really good point because I did feel that across the album and we'll talk about that in a second but the album is The Marys uh, and nine tracks and it feels like there's a sort of a made from home movies or something the first track is called opening credits the last track as you mentioned is closing credits there's kind of a, a really nostalgic sounding voice notes across it kind of stuff that sounds like it's recorded from the TV for it to be that kind of unified there must it's almost like a concept album uh, yeah, well, first of all, I really appreciate that and thank you for all those nice comments. It, 
It definitely is. I mean, so our last album, A Glorious Ruction, was a real heavy concept in that it was an album that was set around the Three Bridges Walk in Limerick City Centre, where each song was actually timed to a section of the walk and told a story. So I've kind of always approached writing an album with a concept in mind. It's I don't think I could write an album that's just like, okay, I'll keep writing songs until we have nine or 10 or 11 or 12 songs together and that'll be that. Like I really have to have the idea of the album before I even begin to write a song for it. And um, this particular album, it was kind of scary at the time and I'm only kind of like figuring out how to talk about this, but I moved to America two years ago and with only being there a couple of months, I had an accident that involved a head injury. And at the time I wasn't sure exactly what kind of, issue memory loss would be or what I was and wasn't remembering and in that kind of cloudiness of all of that I just wrote down a list of memories and that was kind of for two reasons the first was kind of to try and get my mind going and and try and convince myself that okay I'm actually okay after this accident and then the other thing was I was just so petrified of losing memories basically that I was like if you know, if this progresses and I get worse, I'm going to have this bank of things. And thank God, touch wood, I'm 100% okay. And it was nowhere near as bad as it could have been. And I'm so, so lucky to be fine. But when it was all said and done, I look back at this list of things and they're all very, very simple memories from, you know, a lot of the time when I was younger. And I hadn't written a song about any of those things, which for us to be four albums deep is kind of mad that, Mm. When push came to shove, these were clearly the most some of the most important things to me, and I'd never written a song about it. So that was kind of the concept of the, of the album was right there. It was just writing a song about those things that were on the list. And I'm really glad that you mentioned the nostalgia thing because after all of that, like I wasn't bummed out by what happened or anything at all. I just felt grateful and just happy to you know, to have had such amazing experiences so far through music, like it's impossible for me to articulate just how much music has enriched my life and how playing it has and the people and the experiences that I've met through it. And that I just wanted to try and put that in audio form. And that's mm. basically the album in a nutshell, really, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. Well, God, it's such a powerful thing to, um, you know, to go some, through something like that for something like this to come out of that is is, is kind of uh, amazing. So 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 how did it shape you wrote the songs based around the list of your most important memories which you wrote out because you were worried you were going to forget them. Yeah, that's absolutely it. Um like I said I was just very uncertain as to what I was or wasn't remembering. This is all basically the the, the night that this happened and it wasn't until weeks later that I looked back at the list and and again, thankfully, you know, I'm so lucky that I'm okay and very fortunate that it wasn't any worse than it was. But it was these things that were near and dear to me. And then I kind of thought about if that was, if the album was to be songs about these things, like how would I like it portrayed? And again, all I just felt was just, you know, just gratitude and felt so fortunate to have what I have in life and to have experienced the things that I've experienced. And um, I kind of imagined this, you know, all of these things being played back to you in, in movie form. Maybe it's a slightly morbid thing to be thinking about, but it's like when 
when everything's said and done with your life, if the highlights are played back to you, um, that's how I tried to actually structure the album itself. And that is why there's such a, an optimistic and kind of hopeful feel to the whole thing, because I suppose the, the highlight reel of your life, like it's, it's not going to be about the, the insignificant things that, you know, that upset you or disrupted your day to day. You know, it's going to be the, the, the happy things, the most important things in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's amazing to have that depth in an album, you know, because not only are the songs, they really mean something, but they're also actually kind of define themselves by existing as a result of the, uh, uh, you know, the initial incident. Well, that, that's kind of amazing. So now, as I said, um, you're on tour promoting the, the Marys uh, very, very shortly and you're playing the Workman's Cellar on the 13th of July. Um, one song that I think will be great live is the song Listole, which you're about to play. Briefly, could you tell us a little about it? So, and how the what the memory, I guess, comes from that that inspired it? Yeah, absolutely, Kieran. So, um, when I was kind of fourteen or fifteen, and I was playing in my first band, we were called Elise, and we were absolutely shocking. I've no doubt about that. <laughs> we were terrible, but I mean, what what we did have was a little bit of internet smarts. When I had done us up a, a fancy Bebo page. Oh God. And, and we, yeah, I know, that's, I'm showing my age there. And uh, just randomly, a band from Tarbert in North Kerry messaged us on Bebo and said, oh, I see that you've got a gig coming up soon in Lava Java's Youth Centre in Limerick. Uh, we're kind of a similar sounding band. Would you be up for having us play that show and you can play a gig with us in our youth centre in Listowel? And this was amazing to us, absolutely mind-blowing. He said, yeah, 100%. And then we went down to the stall. And it's kind of maybe one of my first experiences of like just going off in the Nissan Micra. Just that gig in the stall was absolutely amazing. Like I look back at it and the youth center was rammed and uh, all the bands were so, so nice and basically made friendships for life. Um, I mean, one of the members of Bank played guitar in Anna's Anchor for years. It's, it was such it had such a profound impact on my life, both musically because that's how I've viewed music ever since about sharing this experience and making friends and nothing else really matters after that. So that's why the song is called the Stole. Fantastic. Well the Stole is the song we're about to play. It's from the new album The Marys by Anna's Anchor. Marty, thanks so much for chatting to us and uh, go down and see these guys at uh, Workman Cellar on the 13th of July, very, very soon. Best of luck and uh, thank you so much for coming to chat to us. My pleasure. Thanks so much for everything, Kieran. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. Let's play it. This is The Stole by Anna's Anchor on Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.